Welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. My name is Lauren. And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversations about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking. We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love. Stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our faith. We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, on to the episode. Hello. Hello, everybody. We don't have the uh, headphones-ish. Is it, good morning. Oh yeah. If you're listening it's kind at of morning. six AM the moment that this episode airs, <laughs> then yes, definitely good morning. Definitely morning. Not morning right now. It's no. actually evening because I'm working a little bit more now. So. Yeah, but We've just got evening times. It's just the two of us once again. And these are these are some of uh our fan favorites. Oh, are they really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. So people who listen on a regular, like, yeah. those people have said that they really like the episodes where it's just the two of us. Oh. I think we get more listens on the ones with the guests because, because the guests people are looking pulling for the guests. in and whatever. Right. Yeah. But our, I think, specific deconstruct fans really enjoy the ones where it's just the two of us, oh. which is... Well, I love that. Thanks, which, guys, which for nice. tuning in and listening to us just rant and ramble about everything and anything and everything is that how it goes and if you are listening to just the two of us then you can know that we also shoot this in video as well we do so if you're hearing us and you want to see us check out our youtube uh we will of course post the links to everything in the bio or in the about section of the uh episode but just listening that's great too yeah we are glad to have you listening is great but we love to see you be seen i'm not i'm we not entirely sure <laughs> we love to be heard we are full of our egos over here that's true but i love to see people interacting with us as actual human beings instead of just you know as as podcast audio voices it's yeah just, it's i don't know there's there's something different i feel like it's more intimate when we're able to like i don't know have people actually respond to us yeah. and not just respond to a podcast. And how you see us right now is how we look pretty much every time we uh, are recording with someone. So I hope you're comfy listening. I hope you're wearing big sweater like us. Yeah. Big hoodies is it's how we vibe. live our lives. Um but anyway, cozy speaking, on up. Speaking of what? Being on video more often. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say you've you've been on TikTok oh. lately doing the All whole right. deconstruct thing. Way to way to jump right into that. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you in your I, coziness. But. No, I think that's great. Um, so I have I've been. It's so funny TikTok <laughs> and me being on TikTok because obviously it's been around for a second. I made right. one video back at the very beginning of the pandemic, and I made the Savage Dance. Because I'm a savage. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I was a big and fan I, of you doing the savage dance in oh our God. house. I'm pretty so, sure half naked. 
No, was, was I wasn't half naked. I just tucked up my shirt so I could look sexy like all the little TikTok No, no, gals. I meant when you were practicing. Oh, yeah, when I was practicing, I was definitely half naked because it was, it was hot AF. It was like, this. it was middle of summer. And if you know Adam and I, we don't use air conditioning very often. No, so we're just usually like... Uh, naked. Naked, <laughs> naked, naked. Our, naked. Our, our neighbors love us, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Um, But anyway, so... Yeah, but since then, since then, I, I hadn't really been on TikTok at all. I think I just kind of got overwhelmed. I got intimidated, and I don't know. I didn't know my my niche. I didn't know why I would be on there. I didn't, I didn't fully understand, and it's interesting now because you, you actually explained the combo of things. I feel like, what did you say? It's Oh, it's Twitter. It's like Twitter in video form. Yeah, it's video Twitter for sure. Because like it's just such short, short form content. Short like form content. Twitter obviously is 140 characters or less, or what if that's even the rule anymore? I don't know. I think, or, uh, yeah. And I don't know. TikTok, I guess you can do up to a minute, but like nobody does. Yeah. Everybody just does like little snippet things. It's all like a hot take and it's all Yeah. Well it I don't is know. not 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 everybody does hot take. So let's back up. That's what I do. Right. So I um and there are several other people in the deconstruct community. Who have taken TikTok? There's there's a couple. They're not a lot, but there are some of our friends in the deconstruct community who have taken TikTok on as a way to educate. And it's still, like you said, kind of Twitter-like in the sense that it is a little bit more hot take. But right. I feel like some people have taken more of a, um, they'll take information and they'll educate about it. Or they'll be like, well, this is why this is wrong or this is why. It, this is what it should be, or like this is why I'm hot. Or this yeah, exactly. This and this, this, no, that's why, my content. This is why I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's my content. Um. Anyway, so I have found it to be really fun because throughout my whole deconstructing process, there's been a lot I've had to say. Right. I've right. had, I've used Instagram essentially as like a uh, like as a blog. Like some of my captions in the past several years have been super long, and it's been very therapeutic for me and. And actually made me made my own website so I can write an actual blog. And anyway, so that's been really good. But I recently started making TikToks that were just like, um, what are they like clips from like films and, and voiceovers yeah. or whatever, or just little like, which sounds. is also like Twitter because it's hashtag trending. Yeah. So and it doesn't people bug. do the things. <laughs> um, but yeah. So right. I, I've just been enjoying finding little voice clips and then it's acting too. So it's the things I love. I love acting. I love voiceovers and all that. So, and she secretly had a Twitter that I just was completely <laughs> unaware of for like, years of us being married follow me at lardelieri i'm just kidding no idea (laughs) i don't really it's like a secret life it felt like a secret life that she was leading in 140 character snippets that i was just bliss not blissfully i was ignorant of it might be 140 um yeah i feel like i mean twitter i don't use a whole lot but anyway anyway all that being said i've enjoyed tiktok go follow me if you like enjoy like hot take kind of about it, it, it's about deconstruction, but I will warn you, it's like, I mean, I go from like calling out pastors in a funny way. It's always like funny. I don't like actually educate, like call anybody out. Like I just like make right. fun of things. Um, and then I also make fun of progressive Christianity some, <laughs> or not make fun of. I call. I don't. Know. Yeah, I guess that's the best words for it. Yeah, you just you I just poke, poke fun. fun at the, the. I poke fun. Okay. The white evangelicals over here. So. Um, 
yeah, well, just everybody in this in this whole like spiritual, even some deconstructing things I kind of poke fun of. So um, anyway, I've enjoyed that. That was a long tangent about TikTok. But I think that was a I think that's a good topic in general, because that leads us. I mean, it leads to the conversation to that. This is how I'm process, not processing now, but this is how I like to. I don't know, live out my truth. <laughs> this is how you like to disperse your your feelings and your movement through deconstruction. Yeah, and creativity. I just feel like I had a lot to say. And that was my whole point right. of saying like with Instagram being a blog, I've had a lot to say and I've publicly worked through a lot of things. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There's so much more under the surface that I right. don't show that I work through as well. Clearly, obviously, hopefully everyone listening knows that anything you see on social media, it's literally just this very tiny smidget of what's actually happening. Um, but now I feel like I I don't have so much that I'm working through. What did I say the other day? I'm not like deconstructing and asking a question. I'm more just like. What did I say? Just, I don't remember. Just, oh, you don't, were you not listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's more of just like what I am enjoying and what I'm like, basically how I've reconstructed and like yeah. what that looks like. And I use humor too because it's, it's fun for me. Yeah, well, I mean, and I think it's just, I think it kind of, now that you land in one of two camps, but like you kind of do where it's like, you either stay on the hard, fast, like super deep call out culture almost that deconstruction can lead you into, or you kind of have to just laugh everything off because it is not everything, but like, but a lot of it is just so ridiculous that people still follow certain things mm-hmm. that it's just like, it's almost more funny to just, I don't know. I, I you, It's almost like creating a community through through humor or or the next step in a friendship when you go from like short conversations or just serious conversations right. to like you're able to just like right. be friends and kid around a little right. bit totally and I feel like that's kind of the step you've taken where you're just kind of like we're friends now like I feel like our community is pretty well established especially yours and the yeah. way that you interact with people and like it's like this next step in comfort with like I've we've deconstructed she's Pretty much, I mean, not that you've landed because there's no landing in deconstruction. Like, you are still deconstructing things. I'm in a comfy spot. But right, yeah, you're in a spot right now where I think you are kind of settling in and cozying in, being like, hey, look, this is who I am. So also, follow me or don't, but like, I'm I'm going to just kind of not stake your claim, but like, I'm just going to be very much myself. Well, and, and that's, because that's who you are mostly too, like in real life. True, true, true. And I, I was thinking about it today after making a TikTok. I was like, dude, but I refuse to be pigeonholed again. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So it's like on TikTok, it's mostly <laughs> like me making fun of or poking fun at 
things religious. Actually, my bio says that QSX religious girl. Right. Um, that is literally my bio on TikTok. And I, I think that's funny and hilarious. And I love that. And that's primarily what I'll do on TikTok. But I'll also make like whatever the heck I want because it's mine. And I don't want to be pigeonholed into only being the girl who talks about not being religious anymore, you know? Right. Well, I mean, and that's part of settling into. It's just like. True. Yeah. Realizing that you're safe because you're around people that are comfortable agreeing and disagreeing with you. Yeah. And are there for you, not just for the content that you make. Right. And I just find it really fun. So I, my whole thing, so that whenever you were talking, it just made me remember. And I keep reminding myself, like, I feel like once a week, I, at least I say that my, like, I'm reminded of my goals that I set for myself for this year. And mm-hmm. I don't really do um, resolutions, but I do like right. themes. I'm like, all right, when I think about this new year, like, what is it going to be? And like mine, one of mine, my my biggest one for this year was 2021, 2020 fun. And I think, I mean, it sounds so crazy, but I feel like the one thing that I, <laughs> the main thing I felt over the past since like 2018, the middle of 2018 to the end of 2020, it was so heavy. It was. Everything was so heavy. And obviously 2020, everyone knows what that situation was right. and it being heavy. Not just like a pandemic, but like, I mean, everything, everything. I well, felt like everything was just kind of like. we 2021 heavy a little bit too. It's well, just, I was, I, I know. I was like, I was, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody knows about 2020. But right. like 2019 was a really hard year for us in our life. Well, first of all, that was whenever we were super publicly deconstructing. It's when we started the podcast, all right. of that. But before we even started the podcast, the year before we started the podcast was actually one of the hardest seasons because that's whenever we just didn't know what we were doing. We weren't touring anymore. We weren't like friends with like basically my family anymore, like at all. It was like a whole thing that... We didn't have a community. There was a lot that was going on. And then obviously we were deconstructing and going through our own stuff and having just gotten married. And anyway, so there was just a lot. I mean, and then finances and career identities, spiritual identities, family identities. Everything was rocked and everything was so serious. And obviously a lot of really serious stuff happened in 2020. I can't make light of any of that serious stuff. But like, it is what it is. It was very heavy. And so I think it was all meant to be. And it was all like for me personally of what I was going through and what, you know, I was digging up. And I think for you too, it was like meant to happen the when it did, but it was a lot. And so when I really began a lot of healing in 2020 um, internally, I and reconstructing and kind of reconnecting with like ancestries and uh, my, just like my own spiritual practice and figuring all of that out. I realized that I really wanted 2021 to be a year where I just wasn't so heavy. Like I just was really done <laughs> with feeling so heavy. I'm, I'm curious. Cause I've heard you say it, I guess more times than I have in the past. I've heard you use the word reconstruct. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what this is for you? Like this like relaxing into things and just kind of like being willing to claim things and then being willing to shed them. Like, Mm -hmm. because I know, I know reconstructing can have almost a negative connotation that you're, I mean, in, in as anything can have positive and negative connotation, 
But like, I feel like a lot of people feel like reconstruction is like, oh, okay, I'm putting all the pieces back together and I'm returning back to yeah, I use whatever. That. I'm I'm putting it back together. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, like, what are you? What are you? What are you constructing? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're in a construction phase, but I don't know that it's a reconstruction. Well, I didn't start broken, right? So that's why I don't say construction reconstruction of my life and how comfortable I feel within my own body and my own mind and my own spirituality. That to me feels like a reconstruction because I feel like I feel like I'm reconstructing what I once had when I was a kid, which is trusting my intuition, feeling safe in my, my own body. Um, again, like intuition, body and mind are like all, they all kind of go together for me. Um, Connecting to spirituality through nature and just letting that be as simple as that is. And I feel like people, even I, when I say it, I it makes me want to be like, but like, what do you do in nature? Like, what is it in nature that like you feel like a God or a, some sort of energy? I'm like, I don't have words for it. I just, I go outside and I feel the sun on my face and I feel good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And that's what little me knew. Honestly, I was probably more spiritual as a kid than I am now, because yeah. now I think I'm, there are times I do overthink it. But it, re, I mean, I think about me as a kid sitting on a rock, feeling the sunshine. And I just like I listened to the wind and listened for ancestors. I listened to if I if I could hear whispers of dead people, <laughs> of people in my past that I didn't know and I never met. And that was right. me as a kid. And so I'm like that. So me reconstructing is me being like, let me figure out, let me figure out how to get back there or not. You know, like, does that work for me still? And yeah, in a lot of ways it does, but I really don't go out of my way to do it. I'm not a religious person. And I've said that throughout this whole deconstruction thing that I've learned about myself is that I don't need a deity to feel connected. I don't need rules or a lot of traditions to feel um again connected uh it just isn't that important to me i've been t- i've been taught to feel like i it was important but it's not that important to me um and yeah i think it's interesting that i am using the word reconstruction too because there was a f- time that i was like oh my gosh i was like i i love learning about different religions and cultures but I feel like there is a time even recently in the past year I was trying to figure out what religion I most like related to, which I, it is interesting, but like, I don't really care now. And I don't like, right. it's not like I, I was like really desperate for community. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing as I, again, 2021, 2021, I've been able to make more friendships now this year than I have in the past, literal since college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been so fun just hanging out with new people and like, and getting to know like people in the deconstruction community. Like, even within that, like, I feel like, I feel like people are like ready to just get to know each other and like actually rebuild the community aspect of the thing that we lost. Because like, as much as there was community, I feel like there was a lot of people that were building community for others, but they weren't building community for themselves. Yeah. And they wanted yeah. to they wanted to foster a community for those who are deconstructing. Right. Rather than just be friends with 
everybody else who's doing it. And, and I'm a friend one. Like right. I'm more of like I'm glad I'm I'm so happy for the community, quote unquote, that we've had we have. But really I don't I don't care where you are or what you believe in. Like I don't I'm not an educator in that sense. Right. But I'm like, if you comment on deconstruct stuff or or my stuff or anything like that, I see you and that means a lot to me. And I feel like we're friends. Like I don't feel like it's this like where I'm helping you. Right. Or like, You're not like responsible for the fans I or have, something. No, I have no I have no um, We've done the fan thing. No, yeah, I've done that. But I have no um like background. I have no um um major or degree in theology or biblical studies. I mean, I, I did what I did. I have my experience. I taught on stage right. once in CCM. I have my experience and my story. But, like, I'm not here to, like, educate. I'm here to just talk. And I'm here to hear from other people. And I'm I'm so thankful for the community, the quote-unquote community um, that we have. But it's just, like, if you're around and, and you're listening, I'm thankful. But, like, unless you say something to me or, like, uh, comment, like, I won't know. But well, like, let's like, be friends. That's why I feel like we love this, doing it this way so much. And just like you and me sitting down and doing it. And, and I mean, we really love it when we interview people too. But like, there's something about being on video, being present yeah. in like our bodies and in our, and not just like in this heady space where we're just talking about theoretical stuff that like, it feels like we're getting a drink with a friend. Well, and like I wish I had a glass. I of wish we right had now. a drink. Some often we do, but we don't right now. But like I think that's what we're kind of moving into with our. I keep saying deconstruction, but with our progression through community and faith, and uh, and just interacting with people that we're like that are like minded or mm-hmm. challenge us because because and this isn't like a slam on Tennessee, but we're in a heavily conservative space. We're in a, we're in a we're in the most I guess progressive city in a very liberal or in a very progress in a very conservative state yeah and we're right in the buckle of the Bible Belt and I mean Lifeway headquarters is like right down the street so it's like Screw we're in this really guys. challenging position where everybody us. around <laughs> us we're we're kind of having to build our community around commonalities and belief systems and so mm-hmm. for there to be a community where we can actually feel like we're just sitting down and having a drink with somebody that we connect with and on more the basis of connection is is deconstruction and so we're able to find this community but because there's such accessibility to people who share the same mentality and the same progressive mindset i feel like we're able to be a little bit more discerning in like who we actually want to hang out with and who we actually want to like talk to and who get drinks with, with and I think that's why I feel so much comfier because I was desperate for a community and I was taught through experience and by whether words or whatever, that community existed within a religious context, like in a, in a religious bubble. That's where I've had always had it. Um, even my college, I mean, was a Christian college. Um, so everything was like, around that that's like where you find friends and all of that so I think for a long time still somewhat I felt like I wanted religion because I wanted a church of sorts in order to find community and now I'm like I have friends that get shwasty face on a Saturday 
at brunch or yeah, like and that's okay and you don't have to Friday night or Thursday night and like the and or just have really good conversation about life and love and yeah. the pursuit of happiness and you with don't people. have to you don't have to like have the conversation about deconstruction every no. you don't have to have the conversation about spirituality you can because you've kind of established that with those people around you yeah but like like you're on that next step of friendship. With, I'm like, I'm hanging with, out with people. With you guys and with the people we're with and with like Like we're poking fun. We're, that's why the TikTok is a thing. And that's why I'm just like, let's like yeah. laugh, guys. Like I, 2020 was crazy, yo. Like let's just like laugh yeah. a little. And that's, yeah, that's definitely where I'm at. And I think that is my reconstruction phase where I'm just like, let's just be friends, y'all. Like I don't, I know you're going through a lot. Maybe. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Right. I know you've probably been through a lot. I've been through a hell of a lot. So has Adam. And now I feel like we're we're finally like we t- we took that. What is it? Took the turn? Yeah. The curve. What right. Is, what's the word? Is that the word? I guess. Yeah. We we just we've diverted into another direction. Like we've we are we are down the path of deconstruction to the point of just being able to like chill and and hopefully like shine a light on there is community right because i feel like there was so much recently even where it was like almost despair around the deconstruction community and the progressive christian thing because a lot of uh like evangelical churches right now are coming after progressive christian and and ex-evangelicals and all that kind of stuff and i feel like that makes it makes it seem like progressive Christianity exists only in this like social media bubble in this like online space because the only people, well, not the only people, but pretty much the only people that are meeting in person for church right now are conservative evangelical Christians because they, whether they don't believe in the virus or they don't care or whatever it is, or they believe their God is stronger than whatever. Um, it, I feel like there's such a physical presence to that and there's such a such a internet presence of of deconstruction that it almost has started to feel like something that only exists in these like made up spaces but and it's, but it's not true. But it's not true at all and like clearly like that's I guess it's kind of what I'm alluding to is like more people than you know around you are either A, willing to have that conversation, right. or B, have been having that conversation, right. or C, are like just super chill and and you don't even need to have that conversation because, because you can just get along with people and laugh and like have a good time and talk about life and get drinks together and like... It's also not a cool kids club. I do want to say that. That's another yeah. element is that I... I, I did coaching for a little while. I still do coaching. Um, I kind of help people with their uh, personal relationships, like family, those who have deconstructed. And I caught a little bit of an inside scoop for those from those who have kind of done the some of the workshops and some of the like ticketed things in the deconstruction and progressive spirituality world. Um, so one, it's not a cool kids club. Like you're a part of it. You're in it. As soon as you want to be in a deconstruction person, you are like, period. doesn't matter. And there's people around you. Like Adam was saying, like so many people are deconstructing, but also like, I think the other thing that really got me like wanting to 
bring light and and humor and everything to this deconstruction world was I realized that there are some people really taking advantage of other people in this deconstruction oh, really? like community. Yes. And I'm not going to call out names, but like No, for sure. Obviously. But like there are people who I am like mind blown at the prices. Sure, yeah. And it's like I and I don't want to get too far into that cuz I don't want to be like no, getting because I into mean, like a snarky kind of mode or anything. Well, that was like the thing that we got brought up to us all the time that like how dare you make money off of playing shows for God? Right. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that because make your money, girl, or because make your money, like, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of work and it's and it's very vulnerable and all the things. And you're hosting you're you're hosting a conversation that's a very challenging conversation to have. But there is a I just I know because of my conversations with multiple people, one-on-ones, if you are picking up a vibe, let me just say it straight up. If you are picking up a vibe that someone in the progressive spiritual realm of social media is like overcharging or or you can't afford it, like you walk away, thank them and move on because again, make your money. But if you're getting vibes that they're just like kind of taking advantage or they're saying things without like, I don't know, listening or like catering to you at all, just be aware of that. Like, Use your own intuition. Just because someone has deconstructed doesn't mean like they're like they're an angel, right? We yeah, all have our things that we need to like just I don't know, be aware of. I know that's like a little bit down a different no, uh, trail. Sure. I know you can't exactly follow me because you're not really a pointing out other people kind of <laughs> person. Well, to be honest, my deconstruction has always mostly been in my head anyway. It's not, I don't really, I don't really follow the community. Into, I don't really follow the community. I have a lot of conversations obviously about it, but like, but it's not really in the social media world of it. Yeah. I don't really do social media. So the whole, the whole community of deconstruction for me, and I guess that's why I can speak out of this place is that it really is right here. Yeah. Because I really don't engage online. If anybody follows me, obviously, you know that I've, I think the last time I posted on Instagram was like six months ago. And you're trying to get better at it because you want to have a voice. Yeah, for sure. But like, but I, but I understand too, what you're saying is that like you, you kind of don't want to charge for it. So you want to have fun making the content. Basically. I mean, yes. So there's like both and right. And it's the make your money, but also like, hello, let's not like take advantage of people here. Right. And it's also like, okay, well, I got to be aware of who I am. And I'm not necessarily educating, but I'm like, I am putting in a lot of work. That being said, okay, this, I did not even mean for this to be a pitch. But that being said, I do want to bring up that there was a girl who messaged me the other, like a month ago or so. And she was telling me how thankful she is, you know, for the work that we do and here on the podcast and in my own um, social media and my website, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So she was like expressing her thanks and gratitude. And she said, do you have a Patreon? I told her I don't anymore. You know, also Patreon takes a cut. So it's like, meh. Yeah, we kind of tried that first. At a certain point, it's really not worth it if you're like a smaller, um, like a, smaller account or whatever. Um, and so I told her no. And I was like, I mean, I, I, I do have Venmo. I have it up as a one-time donation. If you want, you could do that, whatever. And 
um, she's like, yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, I just really want to support you. I, you know, I donate to this Patreon and that Patreon. Um, she she brought up like Phil Drysdale, and yeah, she brought up uh, Goddess Grey, which is Brenda yeah. Davies, and um, a couple others. She said, and she was like, and I would love to add you to the roster because I used to tithe. She's like, I used to tithe to my church. I don't I don't go to a church anymore, or I am not I'm not affiliated with a really a religion so much anymore. Right. But I would love to support community where I'm growing from. I'm finding like comfort or hearing my own story because that's part of deconstruct it's the reason why we have guests it's so that you don't just hear me ramble every week right it's so that you can hear other people's stories and it is work and i do love it um but anyway she ended up sending us some Mm -hmm. a little bit of money it's like a just a little bit here and there and then once uh this eighth season came out um, if you're listening, hello, we love you, thank you. Um, she sent a couple more bucks and was like, thank you, you know, this season came out and I love it already, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, it's so sweet. Um, and I just think that like that for me was really, um, I don't know, it was really, really touching. <laughs> it was, you had to be acknowledged in like what you're doing to be sought out value. in that. And I want to contribute value back at, back at you. Yeah. Uh, and that is really cool. Like that's. And I'm not saying I won't ever like have a program maybe one day because I, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, you know, be like, because no, no, one sure. day, who knows? We might have a program to where there's like 10 videos and helping you work through right. one, two, three. And those things are amazing, too. They and, are. But then also, like, obviously, at the same time. There's also a point where through this kind of deconstruction, through this kind of. um journey of self-discovery and all of that there is a point where it's probably more worth it to go to a trained professional right because there are so many people and and i know the church has at least for me in my experience with the evangelical church was they either frown on therapists or or counselors or anything like that Mm -hmm. but like most of the people that are doing therapy that are that are doing really incredible work and who have gone to school who are licensed therapists and, and and you know you know client patient or i mean patient doctor privilege and all of that stuff yeah. like they do not generally come from well they may come from christian spaces but it doesn't influence their work and i think that's a very important thing is to be able to step outside of the religious space even if you're deconstructing especially if you're deconstructing, I think it's just super important to not have all of the insight and input into your life yeah. revolve around faith. Yes. And so I true. think I think it's also worth considering going to trained professionals. And some of the people I'm sure that are charging for this that are deconstructing and helping people work through that licensed therapists. are licensed therapists and trauma coaches and all of that kind of stuff. And that can be super helpful we've that they have them, insight like that. We've had them on the podcast. So if you're looking for... Anybody, we we have a couple. We have more coming up. Yes. More guests this season that are like licensed therapists and um, trained and sex educators and things like that where, I mean, they literally have de- like degrees and licenses yes. and blah, blah, blah. I so, just want to encourage you that like... Very good, yes. To help work through this deconstructing spiritual realization, self-realization, all of that embodiment work, like, yes, deconstructing accounts and ex-evangelical accounts are really good but also consider that there's some really incredible help out there that is beyond attached to a social media account 
that can be very helpful. Yeah, very true. And then social media accounts can be cool for memes and stuff too. They are fun, okay? (laughs) So we're not trying to scare you away because please keep supporting us. No, also like (laughs) the community that, that we love and are connected but to like, also there there are a lot of people that are doing classes and and, and coaching sessions and stuff like that that i absolutely encourage you to go the money is worth it go hang out with these incredible people that have invested so much time yes. into into deconstructing spaces and and do like what that one girl has done for us and like and and shoot back um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, value. Support. Yeah. And put back value into their lives, just like they're putting value into your lives without any expectation. And it feels really good. It does. It does. But also that, I guess what I'm saying is to avoid feeling like you're being taken advantage of maybe just also sometimes like outside of the community, if there's specific True. things that you need help with. True. Because you also don't want it to become another church where you feel exactly. like you're in a religious space being taken advantage of. I think that was of. my original point, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't need to become another relig- like religious or ex-religious space, which ends up being religion in a sense, um, where you feel like you have to stay with that one person or stay with that one. You don't have to stay in the church and you don't have to stay in the deconstructing community. <laughs> you don't, Yeah, right. You don't have to stay in the church. You don't have to stay out of the church. Hey, everyone. Want to take a quick moment to say thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please share this episode and rate and review the podcast as it helps others find this online community. Thanks so much. Now back to the episode. Like you could do whatever you want. It is your life. Um, Yeah. Wow. That 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 took a turn. That's the one took a turn. I don't know. I don't know if that's how I said it last time, but that one turned its wheel and went around the corner. (laughs) That's typically how I say my (laughs) phrases. But yeah. So how are I mean? How are you dealing with? Uh, reconstruction are you are do you consider yourself reconstructing okay i'm gonna be really frank with everybody i don't feel like i've changed through deconstruction i feel like the same person yeah that i was when i started but you weren't an active ally but i wasn't an active ally i have learned to to claim the things that i believe because it's worth it and it's cheap to not and to just live in my privilege that's been the biggest that's been the biggest development in my deconstruction is that my silence is my privilege. Well, that's and that's a lot the of, thing that needs to be shaken. That's a lot of cis straight white guys though. For sure. Is that they're not like, "Oh my god, my trauma" or whatever. I mean, some do, of course, but more so they're like, "Oh my god, I've been living in privilege and I've just I've never even thought about it. I've never even right. thought about the fact that I I'm living in my privilege." There's there's nothing obvious about me that requires me to that requires allyship. There's nothing that I need to work from a space of 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 offense. And so I had just had an opportunity prior to evolving the way that I socialize and verbalize my beliefs. The world and religion was set up for you. Yes. And that's been the biggest change for me is just I I have been doing my best to open up space and to blame the things that I believe and to come alongside people that I believe need support and need to be lifted up and, and all of that. Um, 
And also I've needed to take a step out of my comfort zone and, and show the people that assumed that I was in their corner, that I was very much not in their corner. Right. And, and I think that that was pretty much the only change. It, so in, internally, I feel pretty much the same. I've always been curious. I've always been a bit agnostic. Um, and so I guess that's why my journey has kind of continued to be internal. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, we now have the space that it, that it obligates me to to form an opinion, to form a stance, and to claim the things that I believe in and stand alongside those that I believe need to be supported um, or the ideas that need to be supported or the things that need to be torn down and, and, and actively tearing them down so that we can build new things on that ground. Yeah. And so in that way, yes, I've changed. And that's, I guess, how I'm dealing with it is – is I've become a bit more fiery and passionate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think, but my uh, my ideals feel the same. Right. Yeah. I think you have always been, because of your appearance and the privilege you've been given, people have assumed things about you. Like you were saying, like you have come out as not in uh support of what some people may think you are supporting or like what you're about or whatever it is yeah um i think you know something we've been talking about like with you and what i said <laughs> i've said is that we're all as we grow and change and evolve as human beings from like a young age to the rest of your life we're all puzzle pieces and we all have different like edges and shapes and stuff and i feel like for years, you were more of a circle and you kind of fit into anything What you kind of fit into anything, but you didn't fit into anything at all. Right. Like you, you didn't, you weren't like, you weren't a wrong puzzle piece. You just weren't really a puzzle piece because you weren't really <laughs> holding on to it. There wasn't like an edge yeah. to you. Right. And so because of your appearance and because of your privilege, things were assumed about, assumed right. about you. Right. But now you with this evolution of yourself, you have created edges and shapes where you do fit in, fit into, I don't know. It's like guess, you have something for people to like more so grab onto or reject, yeah. which you've never had had before. Well, and here's the thing that I also want to like, I want to encourage other people in. Is, not to say you're a circle. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I mean, at least I'm not square. Yeah, at least you're not square. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the thing I want to encourage people in, and maybe, and maybe this is more. I want you to feel vindicated, or is nope, not vindicated, validated. Nope. I want you to feel convicted. Oh, there's just spoken like a pasta. <laughs> pasta. <laughs> the the main thing that I've had to discover through this journey is is that the the opposite of of living into your privilege is not shrink, shrinking away and hiding because you don't you don't want to either tokenize someone or you don't want to step into a place mm. and steal mm. the microphone from somebody because that's so many people's excuse as to it's why they don't so... say anything. Ugh, I hate it. Use the things that the world is giving you because the world's not shifting just because your mind is shifting. The world is still the same and you still have the same privileges. And so for you to just shy away from it, the moment that you find clarity in what you believe, mm. 
is uh, just another way of taking advantage of your privilege. Preach. And so for me, I just want to, I, I want to encourage people to step into a space, take up space mm-hmm. and offer space because you're already being given space. Yes. If you just shrink away into the shadows. You're still taking up the space. You, well, not even that. The space is just going to go to somebody else that's willing to step into that space. What mm. you need to do is open up that space for those that you believe in, that you feel mm. need to be supported and need to be empowered and, and, <laughs> and bring people into that space and just have these conversations and, and do the work. And that's, and that's on that. Mike drop. Good job. I know. I'm so proud of you. Am I you. splotchy and red? Because yes, I feel you like are. I am. You're also, we're also quite warm under this I don't, light. I don't but, breathe when I get on topics. Yeah. I was going to say, when you get on top. <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't know. You might hold your breath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, actually, you, it made me think just like the, the phrase silence is violence. Yeah. And that's so true. It is. And, and you, I, I you've mean. You've just, just you've learned. You've learned a lot. Yeah, of that. course. And, and don't. Don't be so afraid to tokenize that you never include other people in the conversation. Oh, my God. That's been, yeah, that's been my experience a lot <laughs> about being indigenous. Anyway. Nobody's asking me about stuff because they're just like, I don't want to yeah. tokenize you. I'm like, I have things to say. Right. You're like, I am I am volunteering myself to have these conversations. I will also talk to you and point to other indigenous people. So, like, right. I'm not this, I'm not, I'm not the indigenous person, but I'm willing to be a, a an Indigenous person. Yeah. Let me be that. Yeah. Anyway, that was. Whew, we're doing a little like jabs. Can you tell we're like getting hyped up? Um, we also we probably should wrap this up um, because our camera battery is flashing at us, and Yikes. this has been about an hour um, of us conversing. We're both probably gonna get a drink after this because I'm sweating. And um, yeah, some hot takes, some good. Good word from Pastor Adam over here. <laughs> Deacon Adam. Deconstruct. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. I don't I don't think I claim the title. I hope I offended everyone in this episode. Just kidding. Um, I probably did offend someone. That's the role I'm really... <laughs> we have edges, okay, people? We have edges. We're, we're puzzle pieces. We're edges. Uh, we're edgy. Thank you guys for listening. Um, hope you guys liked this. And yeah, yeah, share it with your friends. We love you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.